You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to... Follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast at Twitter on Twitter. Follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me on Twitter at Cartoon Therapy. There's a Facebook fan page out there called Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I don't ever do anything on there, but you could like it if you want. If you can write a review, I'd love reviews. Someone wrote a review recently. Thanks for that. But uh, I always need them. They always help out. So if you write a review on Stitcher, iTunes, whichever place you listen to my podcast, that'd be awesome. If you want to be on the show... I'm always looking for callers. I get most of my callers from Craigslist, um, but I also get a lot of callers lately, especially lately, um, from people, listeners of the show who are like, um, either have a secret life that they want to call in and talk and they wind up talking about it or they need help with a problem or like the woman today, like they just want to talk about something like really interesting that they did on the side while remaining totally anonymous. Uh, if you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Today, like I said, I have on a female listener who wrote in. I mean, the subject line of her email literally was like, I love your podcast and I recently got gangbanged. <laughs> That's the deal. And a lot of times on my intros, I'm like, I don't like to tell you guys everything that's going to go on in the podcast because I'm like, oh, you, maybe then you won't listen. But in this scenario, I'm going to tell you exactly what goes on in this podcast because it will only make you want to listen more. Because literally, Christine is a regular, everyday suburban housewife. She's white. She's married to a white guy. Uh, she recently lost a lot of weight, came into her own, started feeling really good about herself, and decided to ask her husband if she could go and have a bang- gangbang <laughs> with a bunch of black guys. I mean, that was like her fantasy. It, like, Not only did she get a pass from her husband, like Kyle, for last week, she got a pass to get gangbang. Like, that was her thing. So it's totally fascinating. Not only will you hear the details about the gangbang, uh, which is very interesting. Not just the details, like, everything about how it got set up and, like, the whole world of gangbanging that's out there. That was interesting. As well as, like, how she got her husband to agree on it and how they also came to a place where they decided to give each other a pass. Just like the guy last week. So I see a trend. Uh, <laughs> See, like, this is how scientific I am. Two people tell me that they gave a pass to the partner, and I already think it's a trend. But anyway, I think people are starting to do these kind of things maybe more and more. I don't know. But this is another couple who decided to uh, do some stuff on the side, married. Uh, and this is a woman who literally got gangbanged. And this happened very recently, and she gives you all the details. So I'm just going to get right back on, or I'm just going to get right to it, and I'll be right back on with Christine. <laughs> Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Christine, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you? 
Thank you. I'm good. Thank you. So, Christine, I'm always excited when I have a woman caller on my show. And you had emailed me and said, I've noticed that you don't have a lot of female callers. And I just don't because I'm always like on Craigslist looking for people, you know, either posting it out or looking. So I don't find a lot of women there. But in all of the women that I have had on my show, especially recently, are people like you, people who were listening to my podcast and were like, hey, I got a really great story. And yours is like one of the best ones that I've gotten from a female so far. I mean, what was we'll the, about that? <laughs> no, for sure. Okay. The subject line was, I love your podcast. And I was gang banged. <laughs> right. That was the subject. Gotta line. be right. Right to the point. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there you go. And then, and then you explain stuff in detail. So why don't you just explain to me how the, I mean, like we'll get to the whole, you know, the details of that. Right. But like, why don't you explain like how that actually came to be like is this something that you've done many times is this was it your first time like I like to I don't really know that much about your situation yet so explain yeah. it to me my listeners mm-hmm. so I guess I should back up because you know there's a lot that goes into making a decision to take multiple decks that way so <laughs> right. I like are you looking for kind of like the back story I guess on yeah how decided. well well okay. okay I know that you're married right and you're in an open yep. relationship but recently open right so why don't you explain like how you and your yeah. husband got to that place because I think that's actually really interesting right because how you know it, how long have you been married how long has it been open like what does it mean that it recently became open like yeah. what's the deal so we've been married for going on seven years and we've been together going on 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, so I kind of, my life just kind of flipped to a kind of a 180 uh, about two years ago. I started caring about myself more, working out. Um, and that just really kind of led to my libido skyrocketing. I would say roughly nine months ago or so. At the same time, my husband has just been, um, his sex drive has just kind of been getting worse and worse. And mm-hmm. we were, you know, we're looking at maybe, we were maybe having sex once a week at best. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's just, I've kind of been horny and feeling the urge to do something else for a while. Um, and I've been, I've been talking to him about it. And I guess, um, I don't think it's the best thing to put. So, um, I guess I, I started really thinking about the gang bang thing um, after I had started talking to somebody outside my marriage. Um, we were involved in kind of, you know, like a sexting, texting, looking at having an affair kind of thing, and he pussied out. And after that, I was like, all right, I just need to go get fucked. <laughs> so, well, wait a um, second, wait, 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 wait. So, were you, had you ever, like, you've been with your husband for a really long time. You said, like, two years ago yeah. you started getting in shape, and nine months ago your libido. Is this, yeah. with this, this sexing thing that you were doing behind your husband's back, was this, like, the first time you were being kind of close to cheating, or had you cheated on him before? Like, wh- how did that I all come not. about? Okay. Um, I had not. So, um, I would say, you know, I, I started feeling more desirable, I guess. Um, about nine months ago, I started kind of catching some attention on some men. And um, I'm your average white housewife. My husband's your average white guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always kind of fantasized about black guys. And so um, 
this this guy that approached me, old coworker, we had been friends, um, was a black guy, and um, and I was like, you know, it just I don't know, there's something about it. I was like, all all in about it. But what do you mean he approached um, you? He was yeah. an old coworker. Like, was it something that, like, I mean, did he know you were yeah. married? Did he think you were single? Like, when you say approach you, did he approach no. you sexually, or like, what was the deal? Yeah, yeah. So we were um, we worked together, both married. Um, he knew I was married. I knew he was married. We'd worked together. There was always that chemistry there, you know, when you just kind of you know somebody, you meet somebody, you know that you're gonna just be you're gonna just fuck like crazy, right? So, that's the way it always was with the two of us, given our positions in our in our company. It would have been really terrible for us to do anything, so neither of us really spoke about it. But I had, you know, desired him for quite a while, and apparently it was, the feeling was returned. It was mutual. So mm-hmm. he just texted me one day and was like, um, you know, have you ever cheated? And I, you know, I let him know that, you know, I, I hadn't. Um, and said, do you want to with me? So that kind of got me down the road of thinking about, you know, what if, what if I cheated on my husband? You know, what if I had an affair? What if I told my husband? Right. Um, you know, and I had been, I had been kind of telling my husband over the last, you know, nine months that like, hey, I need more from you. I'm not really getting what I need. I'm not feeling satisfied. And, you know, just based on his circumstances, things really hadn't gotten much better. So. I had this feeling kind of as though, you know, I'm not going to tell him, but I felt like if I was caught by him, that I, it wouldn't be a deal breaker for us, if that makes sense. Well, you think, like, you mean he wouldn't be surprised and he wouldn't be upset at all? Or it wouldn't, maybe he'd be upset, but you guys, you think that maybe you guys wouldn't break up because over it? Yeah, I think the latter. I think he, I think he probably would have been. I think had had the affair happened, I think he probably would have understood and been hurt that I hadn't told him. But I honestly feel as though he would have gotten it. And I was approaching it. You know, I I really felt as though this is something that would have would help my marriage because I there was a lot of pressure with my husband from me for more sex and spend more often and longer and it really um, created some anxiety I guess mm-hmm. and so I felt as though maybe going outside and getting my needs fulfilled by um, this other guy would help our marriage because I wouldn't be pressuring my husband for sex that he just wasn't interested in. Right but you were doing so, this behind his back. Know. He never knew about the other guy yeah. right? He did not. Nope. Mm-hmm. So, um, this happened with the other guy, you know, spent three months sexting and talking about how we were going to fuck, and when the day came to do it, he, um, he pussied out. He got cold feet, you know, married, new kid, I respect that I understood, but I was hornier than hell, and I needed, you know, I just, I needed... I basically the real thing, the real thing. Guy. I mean, come yeah. on, like that's yeah. too much time for foreplay. That's like, like <laughs> crazy, especially if you're like really oh, you have yeah. a really intense chemistry with somebody and they bring you all, you know that yeah. that way, and then you're never gonna get to actually do it. So, so yeah. he blew so, you off like the day you were supposed to. 
yeah, the day we were supposed to meet, we were we were supposed to meet over lunch, and texted me in the morning and said, and we had spoken on the phone the day before, and I, we never spoke on the phone, so I was like, I was I had this gut feeling, you know, and and I told him I was like, I, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna call it off. He's like, you are crazy, you know. I just wanted to hear your voice, blah blah blah. So. I, I honestly wasn't that surprised the next day. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I have a, a respect for, I don't want to be a homewrecker, you know. It's, I, I I have a respect for his marriage and his child and his wife, and if that's the way that he felt, then I, you know, that, that it is what it is. Yeah, so, that's no fun. You don't want to be with somebody that's going to feel right. guilty afterwards or anything. Like, s- screw that. Right. Terror. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That so, takes all the fun out of you know, it. <laughs> it does. And so um, I guess to back up a little bit, you know, my husband kind of knew that I always um, had desired black guys. And, you know, when we would watch porn together, it would usually be, you know, interracial, interracial gangbangs. Like, this is kind of stuff that I thought about even before this other guy came in the picture. Right. When this other guy did, he just happened to be black. And mm-hmm. it just kind of, you know my desire just went through the roof. Right. So, um, so that kind of led up to me being like, all right, I can't get this guy, but I need, I need it. So, um, that's, that kind of led me to make the, the to kind of make that leap to the gangbang. Um, and so I guess in between when, um, so he called things off and, you know, I, I was doing, on, you know, obviously I was hurt. You know, you're not going to spend that much time invested in trying to fuck somebody and not be disappointed. Um, but I, my husband and I got out of town and we just, I just kind of got up with him, um, you know, that I was really, I needed to get desires met. And we just kind of, I guess, came to the agreement that we could go outside marriage. So, so you guys were going to give each other a pass like my last week's phone call, like my <laughs> my last podcast? <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I listen to that. And I'm like, wow, this is just like us, you know? And, um, I think, you know, it's more than a one-time pass, though, with us. But it, it's a, if you need to find someone that's kind of a regular on-the-side person, that's okay. Um, it's not you know, a one-time pass of, or it is a one-time pass? What did you just... It is not. It is not, it is right. Not. It's kind of an open, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, so that being said, I said, all right, so here's the situation. I almost, I almost did this with another man. I said, um, now I want to, I want to go get the same thing. Wait, did he you, said, so you told him I've been, <laughs> did you tell him what you were doing with that other guy? Yeah. And was yeah. he pissed? I can't say, you know, he was not pissed. He's like, but he, he told me, he's like, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it didn't happen because, um, you know, to him, and I guess to me, you know, I think it's definitely something that, that we want to focus on the physical, maybe not necessarily having a friendship or an actual relationship with someone else outside the marriage. Right. That makes sense. Uh-huh, totally. So to someone to fulfill that physical piece. Um, so... Um, and, and this whole time, like, when I knew that this other guy was, like, I kind of felt like he might not come through, like, was just kind of, you know, on the credible personals, and I saw these ads that were up pretty much every week about this group of hung 
black guys who gangbang women. So that had kind of gotten my business even before, um, before my husband and I, you know, agreed on the open marriage. So once, once we agreed on that, it was like the floodgates were open. <laughs> I was ready to go. Right, because so, you had already done yeah, research, done. you knew what was available yeah. out there, you had like the the it all set up almost, right? You just needed to get yeah, his yeah. his okay. I'm that's like amazing that he was like cool with it. And then it was but so your past was the same as the other people, right? It was like you get to be with like a black guy or whatever you wanted, right? And he would go and do whatever he wanted to do with women as well. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, we, we've talked about doing like a sex club and swinging, and um, I just don't know if that's really what I want to do. I don't. I don't know. I, I part of me doesn't necessarily want my husband to be watching me fuck another guy. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just not a. I don't know. I, I don't want to view my husband in that way. I guess. Okay, um, that's interesting. He's. he's yeah, he he actually would like to watch. Like he was, you know, if if that was something that I was into and that was available to him, he would have probably enjoyed watching the game bang. But it was it was not an option. Like we can get into that kind of more right. with the details of how we go about about setting up a game bang. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah, because um, this wall went down, and yeah. we're going to get all the details. But but with him, he wanted to watch, but you wouldn't. You're not. You were like not into that at all. No, not not yet. I mean, it's made, it's something that I I'm not going to be totally opposed to necessarily, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just don't. You know, there's a certain way that I see my husband, and I don't know if I want that to change with him watching me fuck another guy. Like, I don't I don't want him to be emasculated in my eyes. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, listen, I think whatever makes sense too. I think everyone sees things like this a little bit different, right? But in your eyes, it would yeah. emasculate him. And I could totally, like, if that's the way it would be in your head, like, of course, then you wouldn't want to do it because that would be yeah. like, you know, you want this to sort of help your sex life, right? As opposed to kill it totally. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous hi i'm chris gethard and i'm very excited to tell you about beautiful anonymous a podcast where i talk to random people on the phone i tweet out a phone number thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous and and it has like you know i think even before he even knew about any of this you know when i was secretly um, planning to fuck this other guy, you know, I was horny as hell all the time. So my sex life with my husband got better, uh, you know, and there were certain things that I was doing, like, you know, taking nude selfies and, you know, for the sake of, oh, my God, what if my husband found these? You mm-hmm. know, I, I sent him some, too, just yeah. to 
kind of cover my tracks. So, um, you know, our sex life had been, I guess, improving somewhat anyway. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, again, maybe, maybe something, if he does want to watch, maybe that's something down the road that I'm going to be more open to once we really kind of figure out what this open relationship means. Right, or maybe um, it's not. Maybe but, it's something that you're just not ever going to be into. Who knows? I think it's like everyone yeah. is very specific, and people, different people, have different rules and regulations, and that's why I think in this kind of situation, for it to be successful, you have to really communicate. And I think it's like great. Yeah. Like I don't know if I just talk to the people that like lately that it's been successful because it just seems that when it is successful, the people are on the same page. Like, look, like your guy said, I would yeah. want to watch it, but when you say no, he's cool with it, right? Like maybe some guy wouldn't, like yeah. you know. And then that's why it doesn't work. But I think when you're with somebody and you're on the same page as far as the rules and the boundaries are concerned, I think that plays a big part yeah. in it going well or not going well. Has he? I know that you did go through with the gangbang, and we're going to go into the details of all that. But has he been with anybody? Yeah. Not yet. Um, you know, I think in one of your most recent podcasts was a Kyle where they were where they had the past. Yeah. Uh huh. She was yeah. So similar here, like. It's easy for me to catch a dick. It's not nearly as easy for him to get pussy. It's a real woman pussy. So yeah, totally. Um, you know, he's he's had around on adult fun finder and Craigslist and had a you know had one woman he was talking to that wanted him, ended up wanting him to pay for the webcam and you know I mean that shit happens. So thankfully you know he's smart enough to know. Right. Um, but you know, who knows? You know, I think you suggested that Kyle maybe to pay for somebody, and if that's what you need to do for him, all for it. <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever is going to help on his end. You know, I want. It's not necessarily like a tit for tat. Like, there's not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to go get dick, but he needs to go get pussy. But you know, I want this to work for both of us, and I don't want to be the only one that's going out and getting my needs fulfilled. Right, Otherwise, and you don't, you know. and you have no confliction yeah. about that at all, as far as him being with another woman. Like you're totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I guess some of you know. I think you always talk on your podcast about the way you feel about marriage, and um, you know, I, I'm pretty enjoy the same. I don't necessarily think monogamy is natural, especially for guys. Um, I, you know, and I don't have these three conceived notions of, um, you know, of being able to be with somebody forever and never fucking anybody else. And if, if I can go do it, you know, he should be able to go do it too. And I think it's, it's going to just only help our marriage. Right. So, I think that you when know, you, like you are, you're very secure as far as like your emotional connection with him, I'm assuming. Like, so like you just know that like, it doesn't matter if he's like interested in somebody else, like sexually, right? Like that yeah. you guys are together yeah. and you have the total trust with him as far as like that's concerned, right? Because I think that's where women yeah. start to get freaked out about because they think it's going to be more than just sex right and I think it's hard to just imagine that that's all it's going to be right but if you're a woman that yeah. knows and can be because a lot of women like they don't think that they could ever just fool around with somebody that didn't have it just to be about sex so that's why they can't think somebody else would you know whether you know, right because it's like I feel like we all project yeah. how we feel onto everybody else right but you're a woman who yeah, like, and- totally knows that you could do it so you know that if he's doing it he's doing it the same way right like you still love him and yeah and quite honestly I I don't believe that I've got some friends that are polyamorous so maybe this has 
you know, kind of um, influenced me. But I honestly don't think that you could, you only have to love one person. Like, there's mm-hmm. an infinite capacity to love people within all of us. So, you know, I love my husband. I have such a deep connection with him. I deeply, deeply love him. I feel like, um, you know, he's my best friend and we're partners in crime. But does that mean that I have to close myself off to actually feeling something for someone else? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know if you listened you know, to my polyamorous. Me. I had a polyamorous couple and I was just like, I actually don't have that much love to go around. Like, I don't think I could ever. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> you know, you just have to know yourself. And, totally. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't, I haven't really had that discussion with my husband. I don't think, um, I think at this point, you know, we're both really focused on the physical aspect, but, um, no, but let's you know, bring, this is the perfect time, though, to bring up the fact that, because you told me that like, these are the things that I know from the email that you sent me originally, that y- yeah. after you did the gangbang, there is a guy that was a part of it that you have sort of connected with, and this is somebody that you're seeing yeah. on the side. So I'm wondering, because yeah. of what you just said, if like that relationship <laughs> with him is a little bit more than just... Sex and not that it's like what you have with your husband, but maybe you have feelings for right. him too. It's like, are you guys like, and does your husband know about that? And is it all okay? No, I told my husband that you know I connected with one of these guys, and you know that I might reach out to him, and and I had told my husband that I didn't know if I wanted to share everything about any extracurricular activities, and I, I told him I didn't expect him to necessarily share everything with me either. Oh, okay, um, that's an interesting rule, but. Yeah, but, you know, it's gotten to the point with the other, with this other guy that, you know, we're we're having a lot of sex. I don't want to, you know, I I feel like I need to tell my husband about it mm-hmm. just just to make sure that we're all, you know, we're, we're on the same page, that I am going to sleep with this guy. I'm going to be sleeping with him. And you what know. did your husband say? He was fine. He was fine with it. Yep, he was fine with it. Yeah, he probably shouldn't be now. <laughs> I well, yeah, I don't know. You know, and and again, it, there's like, I we're things have not changed within our other than being in open marriage. The feelings I have for my husband have not changed. Okay, you know, right. it's the okay. same. We we have the same feelings for each other, and I, in my head, as long as that, as long as, even if I have feelings for someone else, as long as the feelings for my husband are not changing mm-hmm. and it's not changing what I want with my husband, I don't, I don't feel like there's, I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. I and guess. you or feel like, that like your husband would be oh, like, if that eventually say, like, let's just give like, you know, a scenario, like if this relationship with the other guy turns a little bit more than sexual because you're just seeing him so much, right? And then you start to have yeah. feelings for him and then you're going to, I'm assuming, be honest with your husband about that as long yeah. as you think yeah. that your husband would be cool with that? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, again, as long as it doesn't change the way that I, I'm feeling about him, you know, mm-hmm. if, if, if but do you think, though, same, have you guys discussed it, though, as far as because I know that I think it's really important when you get into I know that the people that I spoke with last 
week. Like it was like a discuss that this would just be about sex, right? Like that's all it was, right? Yeah. So that there wouldn't be that sort of open door for something to turn into more. And then because then you're talking yeah. about a totally different thing, like you said, it's more like polyamory, right? Yeah. And that's a whole other thing. Like in your guy, you already know, yeah. is into like swinging and all these other things. But is he actually like you open to polyamory like have you discussed that we haven't discussed it specifically I think you know when we were talking about opening the relationship you know there I didn't just talk to him about only you know it was it was a you know we're adults you know there's a lot of people in this world there's a lot of people we can connect with you know we're it could be physical it could be something different like you know I think I think he gets it that we we could there could be some kind of emotional connection with someone else although I think he would prefer for it to just be mainly physical totally starting out mm-hmm. so but you know I I just want to make sure and I, I don't want to close the door to anything I guess is kind of the way that yeah, you have been I like reborn, okay? Again. Like you're going through a phase yeah. that maybe like your husband's yeah. not going through, right? And then the, this is like those points in relationships where like if your husband is just like, you know, where two people could either go in different directions because like yeah. you're changing drastically and you did change already, right? Yeah. Like you had this big sort of yeah. awakening. Yeah. You told me about it in your email and stuff yeah. like you lost a lot Very of weight. Much. Like you literally, it changed your whole life, right? And now you're like yeah. living out your fantasies and everything. And now this is like your reality, right? Like everything probably is probably yeah. like you've just come into your own, right? Um, yeah. And but your husband's yeah. not going through that, right? I know that you had said that he's not really into sex, and there was like some medication stuff going on. So like maybe he's like yeah. not in the same position at you at all, right? So sometimes like at those kinds of times, this is like you change drastically. If he doesn't go along for the ride and be totally okay with yeah. everything that comes with that, that's when people sometimes go in different directions. And listen, that's not good or bad or right or wrong. That's just no. life, you know? I no. mean, you, right? It's like there's nothing you could do. The train has yeah. left the station as far as you're yeah. concerned yeah. No, because I'm, you've already changed. <laughs> you're done. You've, you've made that. You're yeah. like a great part of your life right so if he doesn't if he's not okay with it he's just going to be left in the dust because that's just where yeah. you're heading and that's why I think you are open to it because you're just like in this like really amazing place right I just wonder where his at his head is at and if he you know will eventually be okay with that but it's not like a reality yeah yet, so whatever like we'll have an update show with you nine months from now and see what's going on yeah yeah and and we haven't had enough time in this thing yet to really know, to really figure out. I, I mean, you know, again, like trying to be as open and honest with him as I can. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't, I don't, I want to, I want to try and bring him along with me. You know, like I love him. He is again my best friend. Deeply, deeply love my husband. Yeah. Um, and and I I want to I want him to you know, be able to grow with me. And I think that he can, you know, we've been, he's been very open and he's been very excited kind of about everything that's happened so far. That's cool. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that, I think the capacity for him to get where I am is there. Right. Um, You know, I've always kind of been the driver in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I made the first moves. (laughs) I've always kind of been that, 
you know, that type A and, um, you know, that's just kind of a dynamic that we have. So I, I, I guess I just don't, I don't feel like I'm doing anything differently necessarily, even though it's going down a very different path than a conventional marriage. Right, right, right. But and he's so, always been, like you said, along for the ride then. You've always been driving that anyway. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and I mean, he was open to yeah. this. And like you said, he was open to, I mean, so the whole gangbang thing, like he was totally fine with it. So I feel like somebody that's open yeah. to that. Yeah. I just think when emotions yeah. get involved in relationships, like I said, it's a totally different thing. And yeah. that's where I'm just like, that could sometimes get kind of messy. I don't it know, but maybe messy. not. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, all I know is that like, you know, the sex is just the best sex I've had in my life. So not ready to really give that up. <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's real. That's um, like that's like painful to watch. You can't walk away from that. That sort of connection no, is like like really yeah. powerful. To, to meet somebody in like a gangbang scenario, you know, you've got all of these men that you're fucking, mm-hmm. and to be like, hey, there's something special about this one when you barely know his face. Like that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. Let's um, get let's get to that yeah. whole story, okay? Then so, you could go go off to how yeah. you picked this guy and what made him special, okay? How did So you found an ad though on Craigslist before yeah. sort of you told your husband, you told your husband about it and then you said, "Hey, I've already saw this ad or like you're like, I wound up seeing this ad and this is what I want to do and you went after it was was it that yeah. same ad that like came, that made this a reality? Same ad, yep. Yep, so it was, like, the ad was basically, you know, there's a picture of, like, four or five black guys surrounding a white woman, um, you know, like, hey, we're a group of clean BBC bulls, um, we like dicking down white women, you know, are you not getting satisfied at home, um, you know, send texts and be open for a phone call, and, you know, we'll go from there. So I replied, um, sent some pictures, and heard back from, like, this one guy that really just kind of he organizes these things. So he, like, he has a list of 45 guys. He has a pretty, from what he explained to me, and I got a pretty detailed email about how it works. Um, he has very specific criteria that these guys have to meet in order to be involved in this gangbang thing. Um, and, you know, kind of, just kind of, went down how the process works. So, um, so I got this email. Um, I had a phone call. Of course, I had a million questions and just kind of got the details about, you know, how to go about setting up my first gangbang. So, now, wait, this guy is like, um, this is like his, get, like he's like a middle person between the people and he's been doing yeah. this for like a while and he, he... Yes. Okay. Yeah, like from 2008. How do I get him on my podcast? (laughs) I got to go find his ad. (laughs) (laughs) He's, yeah, I guess I'll send you a link to see what you can do. Okay, Um, cool. So go on. So you saw the ad. And so he sends you, I'm sure he's got like the stock email because he's been doing this for a while, right? With all like his rules or how things go down. Okay. And then you get in a conversation with him. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. 
Yeah, so I chat with him. So basically, what this guy's deal is, is he used to um, watch his, he was cuckold. Um, he used to watch his wife get fucked by um, black eyes. And when she, something happened and she couldn't do that anymore, he started setting this up for other women so he can watch. So that's kind of why he does this. Um, he's so a white guy. He's got, what was that? He's white. Yeah, he's okay. a white guy, old okay. white guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has this like email list of 45, 50 guys that once he kind of confirms that the woman is legit, that her desires are legit, that she would be, you know, somebody that they would like, you know, he said he has a pretty specific criteria when it, physically, like the women have to be hot. Um, he said about 20% meet his criteria mm-hmm. so 20% of women that email him mm-hmm. um you said I'm, I'm very much the average customer when it comes to um women who reply to him you know usually it's mid-30s to mid-50s white housewives that want to get you know fucked by black guys so um interesting and yeah so so basically you know I send them the email with my photos, they never had, my like desires. You, yeah. Go on. Um, and then he emails out, and we kind of talk about dates. You know, we, we set a date, and he emailed my information along with my pictures to all the guys. Oh, my God. This um, is like matchmaking. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, right? Yeah. Yes and no. Like, I honestly felt like it was more like a livestock auction than anything else. Like, I felt really, really dirty. Right. picking the guys <laughs> but at the same time it was kind of a big turn on too so basically she sends my information out and he asked them to respond with their dick pic their face pic and some stats like mm-hmm. height weight you know um and then he he would forward those to me and then i was able to pick from i think i had 18 guys that eventually responded to pick which guys i wanted um so you know, in talking with the organizer guy, I decided I wanted like four or five guys. You know, let's start kind of slow. We don't need <laughs> slow, to right? Jump. We don't need to jump in with fifteen at once. You know, mm-hmm. so um, side of four or five was a good number, and so we ended up picking. Ended up picking six guys, and so I emailed them kind of like my top choices, and then we had a discussion. And he, you know, he would go through. We would go through all these guys. He's like, okay, I've seen this guy. He can fuck you four times and he'll come four times. This guy will fuck you really hard. This guy's kind of tender and gentle. And, like, again, made me feel super, super dirty. But, you know, at the same time, I guess what you don't really need to know what these guys do for a living when you're getting gangbanged, right? No, <laughs> like, and in a weird way, if it wasn't like that and you didn't feel that, like, a little bit of, like, feeling dirty about it, like, you to not have that information and to just go blind, like, probably is, is like, not so great. Like, this way you really got to sort of handpick, right, and get, yeah. a, like, yep. like valuable, inf- like, the kind of information that you want to know ahead of time. Like, if you're going to do something like that, yeah. that's the stuff that you need to know. Right, you know, He's a and good business I know man. I want to be fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, like, I know. I know what it is that I want out of this, you know? Mm-hmm. So he was able to kind of assist with that, you know? And, of course, there were some new guys that he hadn't seen before, but, you know, I figured, hey, this guy's hot, might as well, might as well see how he, how he does, you know? Right. Um, 
Now, who? So, where do you guys do this? At a cheap motel. Like a dirty, like how much? Like like a <laughs> like a one of those like you know I don't know like twenty dollar like that kind of thing. No, like a little, little more than twenty dollars, but there there are reasons. You know, he he explained to me it was a little older building that has better walls because some of these new hotels don't. Uh huh. Um, had it had an outdoor door, you know, like a door where you could just pull up and walk into the room versus having to go through a lobby and shit. Yeah. So, you know, there there are reasons for a cheap motel. Um, totally. And this is kind of a cheap, dirty thing you're doing. So exactly. it kind of fits the vibe, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, totally. And who pays <laughs> so, for that? Wait, but who pays for the hotel room? Does he? He paid for the hotel, but the guys each give him like 10 bucks on their way out. So like, oh my God, hilarious. Like, here you go, guys. Three cents for the room, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, like he has a pretty. You know, to go back to kind of the question of area, like he has a pretty. He he requires all the guys to submit, you know, disease testing, and um, he comes up. He he he's there during the gangbang too. So it's like, you know, I'm like I I don't want ask the pussy, he's there to like make sure those guys aren't going to do that, you know? Uh-huh. Like he kind of sets up the rules for the guys and enforces them during the game bank too. So um so, you know, it's important for him to establish the rapport with the woman. But he did very, very, very well before I actually ever even met him. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah. He, so, yeah. So we set up, you know, we set up the game bang for six o'clock on Sunday and you know of course I had a million questions I just kept texting and asking him and you know the day um the day came and he texted me in the morning like hey are you ready you know like you know give me other questions and you know so it's just um I guess that kind of the way it went down before it actually happened Right, and your husband knew, and he he wasn't gonna be there, but he like trusted. Did yep. he talk to the guy, but or you guys just like trusted that like you would be safe, and you like felt, you know, I mean, because on a certain level, you have to just go with your your like gut, right? Yeah. With something like this, because yeah. you're talking to right, so you just had to like just trust how you felt about this initial guy, right? Because yeah. he was setting everything up, and that yeah. he'd really take care of you. Because if you're the only woman in a room with, like, all these dudes, right? Like, I mean, you could be murdered. Yeah. I, I always have murder in my mind because yeah. I watch too many well, datelines. Yeah, you yeah, just don't know. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to say that it did not cross my mind because it did. <laughs> you know, like, they're going to find me under the bed, you know? Yeah, but, right. But somehow um, that guy put you at ease, all the talking, all the questions and everything, and your husband knew where you were going to be. Yeah. Like, did you have all that information ahead of time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I gave him that information, you know. He helped me pick my outfit. He helped me pick the bronze and the undies that I wore, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it was, but at the same time, you know, I, I still am fairly private. You know, I, I don't necessarily want him to know everything, but he knew he knew enough to be comfortable. And he, you know, we we do trust each other so much that he trusted me to make the right decision, right? Um, about you know whether to move forward or not. It was kind of fun. You know, we went through the dick pics together. And he was like, "Ooh, I think you might like that guy or that one." And, oh my you know, god, hilarious! Like a um, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like two girls chatting about so, guys. So yeah, yeah, it was it was funny. So, so do we you, did that, and um, 
did you get there like ahead of time? Like, did you arrive first or and all, then the guys come in or it's like you get there and like everyone's yeah. there? How is it so set I up? I got there at five. Mm-hmm. I got there at five and I met the organizer guy who was there. Mm-hmm. Um, first time I'd ever seen him. He's, you know, just an older white guy. Um, he, you know, I, I had asked him like, you know, what should I bring? What, you know, what, what are, what do women usually wear? You know, so I, um, is it okay if I drink or smoke, you know, smoke some weed before this goes down? Just uh-huh. to calm my nerves, like whatever you need. So um, I actually realized I didn't have any liquor in the house, so he brought some bourbon. So had, some, had uh-huh. some whiskey um, with him before it all happened. He actually had some videos from previous events that we watched. So I, you know, I mean, it's a gangbang. I've watched gangbang porn. His videos are pretty much the same. So, you know, mm-hmm. kind of know what you're getting into. But um, but did that, like, you know, get you, maybe that was, like, good because that's, like, you know, sort of gets you aroused, right? Because you're watching them and gets you in the mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, my, and I know what to expect. And quite honestly, like, I thought I would be way more nervous than I was. I think I was just so fucking ready just to get this shit fucked out of me right. by that point. Right, After especially all the buildup because this was going to be your else. first black guy, right? Like you had never been with one before, yeah. right? And this was yeah. always like your fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now there's so, how many showed um, up? How many did showed up? Because I know that you said were so there... we we picked six and four showed. Okay. And they didn't all show at once. It was kind of like waves. So I think the most I had at once was three, which was a little disappointing because I was. You know, I had this fantasy of being surrounded by, like, more dicks than I could take, right? Right. But three dicks, <laughs> you could take three. Right, right, right. You're um, three of a girl. So, <laughs> so, you know, six o'clock, the first guy showed up, um, right at six o'clock. And um, so, I, I, do you want to, like, get into details now? Did, did you totally, yes. Okay. This is what everyone's been waiting for. Okay. No, everyone's waiting for this. <laughs> so, six o'clock. He gets a text from from the first guy, and this was a guy that he had he had recommended that I that I choose. That it was on my list anyway, and so he gets there, and it's like, you know, and I don't know. Like I'm thinking to myself, do you, do you try and make small talk? Like, what am I gonna do when these guys get there? Like, what do you introduce yourself? Do you yeah, just get exactly. To it? And it was like, I don't know. It was like it was like this. Just instincts took over, right? So he gets there, and like all right, this is my name, let's do this. And I would say it probably took about two or three minutes to get his dick in my mouth. Really? So, yeah, it was not long. Um, So I, and I get really turned on by giving head, which is interesting because I, you know, gangbang is supposed to be all about pleasuring the women, but a lot of my pleasure comes from pleasuring men too. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, so, so I probably, I don't know how long I blew him for, for a while. He, we fucked for a while. Um, another guy came, another guy showed up. So, oh God, I can't even remember all the details. Um, so I've got two guys there. So I'm, I, I blew them both, you know, one, went one from the other. And then, um, then the one guy so then, then he bent me over. He was fucking me from behind when I was blowing the other guys. So mm-hmm. that was 
really hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he fucked me really, really, really hard. He was he was really aggressive. Um, so, and then the third guy showed up, and he was a little, like, he kind of stood back and watched a little, but I think he'd only done, like, one gangbang before, so he was kind of new, and um, so he, he watched, which was fine, you know, at this point, I'm just kind of lost in the, um, you know, in the fact that I have one guy fucking me from behind, that I'm fucking another guy, another guy watching, like, you know, totally. I kind of get just zoned out right so um so i think the guy that i was fucking came and then the guy who was kind of hanging out was like all right i'm ready so he he joined me on the bed so i sucked him and he came while the other guy was still fucking me from behind um and then he came and then the one I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Right. But this well, I, is... I got... <laughs> yeah, go on. It's like, you know, it's a gangbang, you know? Yeah, just, totally. It's constantly fucking... Does, fucking. The guy, does the guy who sets it all up get involved at any point? Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. He does. He, so his thing, like I said, he was coupled with his wife. And his thing is he likes to eat pussy after the guys come. Mm-hmm. So, so that means though that there's no condom being used, right? Um, you can't. Like it's totally up to me. I I chose not to. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to get pregnant, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just don't like them. And I also knew that they were tested, right? And part of the reassurance is that this guy likes to clean up after them, and he wouldn't do that if they weren't clean. Right, totally. That's why he's getting them checked so, because he's going. He's he's yes, you know, exactly. Okay, yeah. So, so he he's into he, cuckolding. He made it clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he made it clear that you know he would only do that if invited. And quite honestly, I wasn't really comfortable. I to me, even with the with the gangbang guys, like oral sex is just so intimate. I like I just don't want to spend that time either. Like just fuck me. Let's not, you know, you don't need to go down on me. Just fuck me. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't know. No, that's just, so, like, I think everyone uh-huh. feels different about stuff like that. But that's like interesting that that's how, you know, you're like, you don't want to waste that time while you have all these guys. No, around, no, right? no. Like I have all of these, you know, 10 inch plus cocks in front of me. I right. want them empty. Right. Exactly. You know, I can go home and get oral sex from my husband. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I can't get. I can't get this dick from my husband. So right. Um, so, but did you let him? What was did I let him eat? Yeah. Did he go? Did he? Did he get involved, or did you just no. tell him no? I just told him that I, I didn't want you know, oral was off limits. Like that was just part of my limit for the for the event. Right. Okay. Cool. So everything else was uh, so, like anal, whatever. Like you had anal sex yep. with people. 
I did, yeah, one of the guys. So my anal sex experience of not experiences had not been with men this large. <laughs> so uh-huh. one of the guys was actually um you know, he was his dick wasn't quite as thick. So he was actually really, really good for anal. So um the other one, one of the guys kind of checked me and left. Um and then the other guy stuck around and he just he just left me and like took me the whole time and it was it was amazing. He's the guy that I still see. So, oh, he was the one um, that there was like that connection with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he was there for probably two or three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, while I was being, uh, I had those three because the other ones that we had chosen had to show up. The organizer guy was making some calls. Uh huh. Some other guys, these other guys would show up. So apparently, he has a ringer that I didn't choose. Who, who came? The other guys had to leave, so the fourth guy and I were alone. Um, and he was, like, biggest dick I've ever seen in my life, probably the biggest dick I've ever had in my life, to the point where it was painful. It was um, pain. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and not to say that it was a bad pain. Like, there was definitely some good pain with it, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, he was huge, so... Um, I can understand why he's kind of the ringer <laughs> for this. <laughs> oh my um, God. So, yeah, I would say, like, it was a good four hours. How four many hours. times do you think um, that you came in those four hours? I'm going to say probably six. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Did you have um, any breaks? I Yeah, I had, like, an intermission. <laughs> so, <laughs> and during this intermission, so during this intermission, like, I was just, like, holy shit, you know, my makeup is everywhere, my hair is everywhere, I'm like, oh, God, I look like a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, but during, it was during this intermission that, like, the guy was, like, the, the one guy, he's like, you're too good for this. He's like, I need to see you, I need to see you alone. And so he gave me his number and everything. Right. So, um... So then, so then, yes, and the last guy, so that was a little break. I probably had another drink. And then the last guy showed up and, you know, probably another hour with him. And then afterwards, we just kind of, like, had some casual conversation, you know. Hey, that was fun. Um, you know, cool. <laughs> yeah, right. later, like, you know, yeah, goodbyes are always go weird. I, to me, goodbyes are weird when I'm just talking to someone at a wedding, let alone like at a that kind of a situation. Yeah. Like, how do you just like end? Like, do you kiss goodbye? Like, do you shake a hand? Oh, no. There was no kissing. Right. Well, I made I out mean, with the first guy, but, but I mean, you don't make out with these guys, right? Like, right. There's no, you're, there's, there's no kind of any, you know, they have no expect. you have no expectations of them. They have no expectations of having to like, you know, do anything other than fuck you. That's all that happened. But how did you so, wind up? Which is t- kind of nice. Yeah, totally. Of course, absolutely. Because it's like, like you said, I, to me, it would be like uncomfortable at the end of all that if there was any kind of thing yeah. more than that, right? What do you say? But how did you get in contact with the one guy that like left an impression on you? Like, how did that? Why did? Up- yeah. He sent me. He he just wrote his number down for me, his cell phone number. So did all of the guys after, do that, or did he? Was he the only one? He was the only one. Okay. Um, so pretty much, you know, I got in the car and I, you know, texted him that I wanted him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, you know, he and I kind of went from went from there, and um, 
you know, I, and again, like I, I mentioned this earlier, you don't, you don't expect to meet somebody in a gangbang and have a connection, right? Like, right. It, it really took me by surprise. And, and honestly, what about him I too? I, like how many had he been, oh, yeah. been involved with? Like, I'm sure now you guys have talked, so, right? Cause you've been hanging out. Like how many of these things has he's yeah, taken part he's, in? She's done like five or six gangbangs and I'm the only woman he's seen out outside. Mm-hmm. And now and is he married? I think he's recently separated. Okay. And he knows you are, so, right? But does he know that your husband knows or yes. does he think your husband doesn't know? Like, what's the deal? How much does he know? Well, so kind of the setup for the gangbang was that I was acting alone. Um, the organizer guy said that that really turns on the guys more so than a woman who had permission. So oh, yeah. It's every guy's fantasy. The, they want to think they're you yeah. know, screwing some guy's wife. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so... Um, so that was the premise, but I, I've told him now that, you know, my husband and I have had these discussions and he knows about the gangbang and, you know, that we're in a more open relationship. And so I, I feel like I need to be honest on all sides, you know, mm-hmm. like why, why not be honest? Totally. Cause it, it's just going to come back to bite me in the ass if I'm not. Absolutely. So, um, so, so yeah, and I'd rather just be blunt and get it out there than try and concoct stories and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so he knows kind of what my situation is. You know, I know what his situation is. It's, you know, I guess about as, as open as you could be. Mm-hmm. And he's fine with that. Yeah, yeah, for now, you know, I think um, I understand that you know, there may be a point where he wants to find somebody that he can have a long-term relationship with and settle down. But, you know, you've been married for how long and you're newly single. You know, I don't expect him to want to be settling down with anybody <laughs> soon, you know. And I, you know, if, if he's out getting other pussy, that's fine with me. You know, I just, I just want to hear about it. <laughs> like, right. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Tell me about it, you know. Right. It, it would it, just add to it for you. Yeah, it's not, and it's not my place. I'm married, you know. It's not my place to to ask him to not fuck other women, and that's mm-hmm. stupid. Right. And now, you let know? me ask you so, this, though. Like now that you have the gangbang out of the way and you did it right, and now you're just yeah. with this guy, and you have your husband, and you said early on you were very satisfied. Like you're satisfied with him, right? Like you're not interested in being with anybody else. But you, would are you interested no, in doing the whole? gangbang thing again or is now that you have this guy you're kind of just like focusing on you know being just with him and doing your stuff like living out your fantasies with him alone right right now I'm focused on him like again it's so mind-blowing that I don't really have a desire for anything else uh-huh going into the gangbang before I guess before I had experienced what he had to offer alone you know I'm I'm very type a I'm very competitive I was very much trying to figure out what my next thing was going to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I've gotten fucked by four guys. What What's my next one going to be? I want all of them, all 18 that responded and invite them all. Let's line them up, you know, or yeah. how long can I go? How many can I take? How many at once can I take? You know, there was definitely this like feeling of pushing my boundaries as far as I could push them since I had the, I have the open ability and the permission to do so. Right. Um, 
in fact, I even brought that up to my husband. And he was like, he's like, fuck yeah, I'd be there cheering you on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, right now, I don't have that desire at all, which is really, really interesting for me that it just totally kind of went away. Well, that's probably because, don't you think it's because all your horniness is just like for this guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just having like this mind, yeah. blank, right? Don't you think that's the reason why? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know, like, I don't, I don't really want or need anything else because, you know, I'm having orgasms with him like I've never had before in my life. So why? Right. Let why me ask you this. Are you, do you guys kiss now? Like, do you kiss this guy? Um, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not, not a whole lot, though. Um, no, it's mainly just sex. Okay. A and, lot of it. And does your hot, like, do you share the details of like, oh my God, like you have this like amazing chemistry with this guy or anything? Or does like, do you not get that detail with your husband? With my husband? No, I don't get that detailed. Right. He, you know, I think he would be, and that's one thing too, you know, he's kind of mentioned, you know, of course, that he would, he wouldn't mind watching. And so, you know, I, I brought that up to this other guy and he was like, well, would you want him? Would you want him to watch this? And I was like, you know, I, I don't really know if I want him to see the way that we connect. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that would be a good thing for him to see in person. Do you feel like you guys are connecting more than just physically? Yeah, but we don't, we um, choose not to talk about it, but we have kind of talked about it. Um. What the hell does that you know, mean? We choose not to talk about it, but we have talked about it. <laughs> well, like we've acknowledged it. You and, and the guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, there's something here that's not normal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yep, and I'm married and he's single. Yeah, I smell. We're just going to enjoy. I smell trouble. <laughs> Sorry, I know. <laughs> I smell a little yeah. bit of trouble down the line. I could always be wrong, yeah. but I just have this feeling. I think you do too, though. It's not going to change yeah. anything. There's nothing you could do. Like this stuff is already sort of. This has left the station it's, too. Okay, like there's no stopping anything. Well, and I, no, and I feel too like you know. I'm. I want to see if it's the newness and the, you know, like. Whenever you fuck someone new and you're you're into somebody new, like there's this there's this overwhelming newness about it, you know. Totally. And that can go away. And it yes. Has gone very away. smart. And it, and it can go away pretty quickly for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get bored pretty fast. You know, it's been a month. Right. You don't know anything about him other than the fact that just because, listen, just because you have great sexual chemistry with somebody. I mean, I personally, in my life, the people I've had the most chemistry with, I've had the least chemistry with in every other area. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like they've been purely dysfunctional, you know, so it doesn't necessarily mean that everything else, other parts of things that you would need to have a good relationship right outside of the bedroom are going to match up. So most likely you're right. Like, I don't know why I saw trouble because like most likely not. 99% 99% of chance is because it's hard to meet that right person, right? All the stars have to align that this guy, you know, outside of the bedroom, most likely it's not, it wouldn't gel for one reason or another. And not because, 
Yeah. He's at anything that you've said about him just because that's just the way it goes, right? It's really hard. But you never right. know, though. Right. You just don't know. And that's where you're, that's where you I, when know. I say I smell trouble, it's like when you leave that door open, you allow for that if it yeah. is that person. And, it, you know, and there is that compat- compatibility. Then there will be, I think, even though you, you don't think and you could be polyamorous. I don't know. There, it may get messy and sloppy. And, you know, that's just, yeah, that's it, life, you know? Well, and I'm not, you know, I'm, first of all, like I said, I'm not, I don't want to delude myself into thinking that on his end, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to kid myself in thinking that he's not going to want to find someone to be a life partner right. eventually, you know? Like, uh-huh. that's, most people, that's what they want to do. Um, and that's fine. And, you know, that's, that's something that I'm, that, you know, I mean, what can I, I have no expectations, I guess, from out of him. Right. And Mm -hmm. the fact that we feel like this, you know, like I said, you don't, I don't feel this chemistry very often with people. In fact, it grew with my husband. It wasn't instant. I think the instant chemistry can get you into trouble long-term. Yes, me too. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what. Totally, yeah, that's what I said. Like, I think the the hell out of each other while it's there. (laughs) Yeah, totally have fun, right? And if anything, if you don't want to ever ruin that chemistry, just like don't ever take it out of the bedroom. (laughs) But even though, like, but sometimes it doesn't even matter because when you even like that kind of chemistry is like really powerful. I mean, I was talking about it with my friend recently. It's just like it's very hard to walk away from. It really keeps you attracted to people and even bad people that are wrong. You know, it's like that. It's a it's a pull that is so powerful that it's like almost more powerful than you are sometimes right I've been there and I think a lot of people have you know yeah yeah it's pretty overwhelming I'll be honest and it's um and it's fun and it you know it contributes I think to the pleasure factor of it all totally Um, Mm -hmm. but and and I I've always been so and again I'm very type a I'm very controlled um, I've had a lot of walls that I've kept up for a very, very long time. I think this other guy that I didn't end up having the affair with just kind of opened this part mm-hmm. of me that was open to, to having, you know, to, to kind of letting that down a little bit. And it was like, no, I think it's, know, I think it's different. I don't think it's that. I think that you were ready. I think everything that you did to yeah. changing yourself up to yeah. that point, losing the weight, yeah. reinventing yourself, coming into your own, then attracted somebody and brought somebody in to yeah. sort of be the the person that would help you with that. But that's where you were heading and that's yeah. where you were going to go. I think it's really what you brought yeah. onto yourself, right? I think we bring these situations yeah, on depending. So I don't think it was him. I think you were ready and that's what you wanted to do. And that's how you were feeling because you had yeah. felt very confident about yourself. And he was just, you know, the person you attracted to, you know, move you in that direction. But I think it was really you. Yeah. That's where you yeah. were going, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, I think, um, I, I guess I didn't know it at the time, but I think everything that I've done has kind of led me, led me to this point. And it's funny, you know, I, I remember maybe a year ago just be like, you know what? I guess I'm okay never having mind-blowing sex again. Right. I guess that's just going to be my life and I'll be okay. Oh my God, I've been there. Yeah. I once dated a guy who couldn't get it up. A couple times a month. Yeah. 
I once dated a guy who couldn't yeah. get it up, and uh, but I really liked him on every other level. And I was like telling my friends, <laughs> I'm like, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like I've had so much sex in my life because I was, you know, that it doesn't matter if like we don't have sex. You know, and my friends were like, yeah, okay, in their minds, but no one said, you know, but like, and after it ended, yeah. I was like, what? I mean, it's when I think back to hearing no, myself yeah. say those words, yeah. but I've been there. I've thought like we rationalize things, right? Just because that's yeah. what you do, you know. As women, yeah. we, we and, like to make know, things work. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was. And I was okay with that until I wasn't. Right. <laughs> and exactly. now I, I can never go back. Really. Yeah, and we don't want you to go back. We want to keep hearing your stories. <laughs> I want to, I don't know, I want to see if there is any kind of trouble down the line. I want to see what happens when your husband is with another woman. I want to see what happens. I think yeah. that there's something, stuff is going to go down with this guy. I think, if anything, our next podcast is going to be stuff about you and this guy. I don't know. That's. I have a feeling there's going to be a little messiness there. Not that it's going to ruin your relationship with your guy at home, there just might be some stuff there. And I can't wait to hear yeah. about it. So keep going in that direction and doing what you do because we're going to get a part two with you and it's going to be great. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I can get him to call in too. <laughs> oh my God, please. I love it. I had a recently, a, the polyamorous yeah. couple, they were my first people that I had on together, you know. Um, yeah. but so, yeah, I love stuff like that. So, you know, this is like, a, well, I hope that, this, yeah. I hope this story will, you know, is, is what everyone is expecting or trust me. Yeah. It's good enough. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think I like, I always say this on my podcast. I think I always cock block a little bit of the sex stuff cause I focus on the other things, but I don't really care. My listeners know me by now and that's what I think they, they're not just looking just to get horny, you know, but I think that the whole yeah, yeah. gaming thing is like really hot. And I think what men really love about the woman thing, and I've never heard this from a man, but they all love the women thing. I th- but I think it's that they just, you know, in their fantasy, they, they just, they want to believe that women are just as sexual as they are. You know what I mean? And I think it's yeah. like, such a bummer that most women aren't comfortable being in touch with that side of themselves for, you know, not for the woman's fault, but just society's fault in general, you know, and so that they don't, we don't hear from a lot of women that are like, you know, sort of more guy like in their sort of uh, view and experience with sex. And I think that that's, uh, I think guys love that. Which is really too bad. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's too bad. But I think it's changing. I know. Totally. But I think it's changing. I think the younger, younger generation and the younger girls are totally different. And I think that that's a yeah. good thing, you know, but, uh, trust me, your this episode will be like, uh, one of the ones <laughs> that get the most listened to, but like, I can't wait till you come back on and we hear more. <laughs> I will. I, you know, again, I'll, I need to give it some, need to give it some time and, yes. you know, quite honestly, like, there, you know, I think I might consider maybe not going to the same channel. Like when you ask if I want to be gangbanged again, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I might want to be, I might want to have, you know, couple, multiple partners with the guy, with the guy that I'm seeing now. Like if he wanted to get some of his buddies or whatnot, I'd be open. I'd definitely be open to that again. Okay, um, that's what we want to hear. All that so, kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what you're <laughs> going to be filling us in on because this is the stuff that people yeah. like to hear about. Okay, Christine. So thanks yeah. for calling in, and we will Thank talk you. to you soon. Hopefully, keep in All touch. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about? To anyone, to anyone.
Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.